0: Welcome to episode 63 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I cover chapters 90 through 93 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And in this episode, we are doing the festival circuit at the Dragon Court and then returning back to Catmere Academy to have a slight interaction with Jackson. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. What is up, guys? Hopefully uh, those of you who completed Charm got to listen to last week's episode. If not, make sure that you go back and listen to episode 62, because we did a full analysis of Charm cover to cover. But obviously, if you haven't read Charm yet, don't listen to that, because we will literally ruin the entire book. It's full of secrets. Secrets. Amber and Starla (laughs) in the Chamber of
1: it's the stammer of sneakers.
0: The stamp the stamber of s- sneakers. Um, <laughs> that was awful so we read chapters 90 through 93 of covet uh 3 week- 3 weeks ago <laughs> Yep. And we didn't go back and reread them for this episode, so we are going to do our best. I have a feeling that this episode is going to be um, quite funny, though, as Amber and I try to recall. However, um, (laughs) we we are going to have a special spoiler section this episode. So first, you're going to want to listen to the wolf howl, which sounds like this. And if you haven't read through court... You're going to want to leave after that sound plays because we'll, we will ruin court for you. However, Amber thought of some additional notes and questions about charm. So we're mm-hmm. going to throw in one extra wolf howl within the spoilers section. That way, you can stick around for the spoilers if you finished court. But if you haven't finished charm, you'll know when we're going to start talking about some charm stuff. And then you can turn off the podcast. So.
1: And there are and definitely theories that um, you don't even have to have finished Charm. Like, I don't spoil anything as long as you're kind of halfway through. Um, yeah, I don't spoil anything. That's just my my questions of, like, oh, now I have finished it, there's still some unanswered questions that I hope to be answered in Cherish. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, 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 maybe we'll spoil it if the other person has the answer.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, we should be good. All right. So we're back to Covet, back to the Dragon Court. We actually finish up the Dragon Court in these chapters. Um, But in this time, this is when things really get cool with the Dragon Court, where um, Grace and the gang actually get to walk above New York City. And I I can't remember specifically what grace was talking about but she was she was mentioning like seeing a play which well, i they was they were stood on whatever the avenue is called
1: that in times goes Square? To see a play. that yeah maybe sure and uh she gets really upset because it was something that she wanted to do with her parents and now i think she's realized that she's never that's gonna some, get... that's yeah exactly um and Hudson manages to kind of pull her out of the funk, but mostly just by asking, like, "Hey, you are you all right?" And she's like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I'm fine. Yep, yeah, moving on. Mm-hmm. No, we're not discussing that." Nope. Yeah,
0: I um I noted <laughs> that I have absolutely zero desire at all to see a play. Like, I I I, I see all my friends that because we do have like an auditorium in springfield where you can go and i've seen plays there for like school we had to all go and we had to go see footloose and we had to go see stomp which was like they it was like all percussion and trash cans and i had to see a bunch of weird plays but like it's, it's <laughs> do you j- have pantomimes I have never heard that word before in my life. Oh my goodness. Well, you're in for a treat. So, we
1: don't just have like West End shows, you know, where like the musicals and the like your yeah. equivalent of Broadway. We have pantomimes, which are specifically for some reason around Christmas, and they're usually Cinderella uh and those kind of stories, but told from the point of view of being on on a stage. And they have the most uncomfortable, he's behind you, that they want all of the people in the audience to kind of join in and start, like, taking part. And um, it, it's always really uncomfortable. Like, there are sexual jokes for the points of the the, the the parents, but it's entertainment for kids. And I was dragged to so many every year, and I absolutely hated it. Um, but the pantomimes are usually when a comedy person from the tv is brought in as like the lead actor so for example they would have uh oh, what's that guy that everybody hates who does like the um the the carpool karaoke guy I, what's his name that we sent we sent him to the, the us and you don't want him either
0: i can't remember
1: I don't remember his name, but anyway, yeah. Um, we we have all those like sort of TV people, and then they and they do the the thing, and they're usually
0: a- awful. <laughs> it all it all and, sounds awful. I don't know. I I think that you know what I think it is. I hate musicals, and even in like a Disney movie, I hate the singing parts. And like plays, yeah. it's like yeah, I don't. I mean. I
1: I dislike most musicals. I, I don't I don't really want to go to any show. However, I went to go and see um, the Book of Mormon. Well, that's with my husband. That's and it different. Was incredible.
0: Because that's like it was South a Park humor.
1: Oh my god, it was amazing because the amount of people that just went ah! and then stood up and walked out in that's a half amazing. because they obviously had no idea the kind of humor that they were expecting. Um, but there's another show called Avenue Q which we want to go and watch um and it involves Muppets and I absolutely <laughs> that is my guilty pleasure I love Muppets I'm embarrassed by the fact that I like Muppets and in fact I hid it from my husband for six years when I was Oof. caught car- watching the Christmas Carol
0: <laughs> that's a very that's and a very, very odd thing <gasps> to admit I love muppets I think
1: it's I think I think it's like a like a a, a comfort thing like reminding me of being a kid and having there's nothing in the movies that we watch that are going to be scary right I don't know but yeah Avenue Q involves Muppets but it's more adult humor (laughs) again and uh, yeah like we want to watch those but absolutely nothing wanted me to want to watch Hamilton absolutely could not even get through the first 20 minutes came downstairs saw Scott watching it and he was like this is incredible this is amazing and I'm like who are you who are you? And mm. I think it was because it was the rap element that he was like, these, his lyrics are amazing. Not because he was enjoying the story or learning history, <laughs> but he was like, this is, this is genius. This the lyrics are amazing. I, I think that's my problem is that I don't care for music too much. Like I can take music and I can leave music. Like Oh, I like
0: music. I, I like music. I just don't want it. But could you live without music? Uh, well, probably, I I mean, anybody could live without music. I would, no, I wouldn't, would no, pref- there I, are some people that just like have to have it. I would prefer to have it. It, See, it I is, don't, a, I don't really care. I listen to it all. every day. <laughs> I'm a daily, oh, no, I don't, a daily music consumer. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm a little, I'm ai what was the part, your second note? Because I don't want to spoil it by saying the word, because I know you just want to hear me say it. Oh, I do, I do, I do. But what was the Um, what was the what happened here that triggered this note? Because I can't remember. Was it just Grace describing? um, I think there was a joke, and that was one of the punchlines to it. Oh, I thought it was about Um, like this was they they're at at the top of the building for the Dragon uh Court um, like festival. They're doing a big festival over. The but I think
1: that Hudson says that he doesn't want to be a dragon's...
0: Hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> That's how we say it here. Or d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. How do you say it? Hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre. Hors I mean, I suppose, like... Um, would you, you guys like the, some hors Hors d'oeuvres. Some hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> We've got some crescent rolls and <laughs> pigs in a blanket. and Which
1: aren't pigs and We were going to do a video and we just ran out of time, but we were going to do a video, me and Scott, of British pigs in blanket versus American pigs in blanket because, hands down, there would actually be a battle. Like, there would be a fight between them. Like, they are equally as good as each other because they're so different. I mean both involve a uh, sausage, but Teen- yeah teeny weeny like pancakes, for example, our pancakes are rubbish <laughs> compared to your
0: pancakes. I'll send you a uh, a box the of pigs p- and blanket mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep so Flint just um steps off a flipping ledge. I thought that He walks was... out of a window, and they're like fifty stories up. He's yeah. He just he's like, do y'all? But tra-? what's
1: really funny, really really funny, is that he's a dragon. Like there is actually no real danger to him falling out of a fifty-story window. Well, I mean, sh- anyway, it
0: takes him a minute to shift, though. So would he be able to in the time that he would fall shift and catch to-
1: himself? I don't know terminal velocity and all that. Is maths and stuff. I don't know.
0: Because he would, yeah, his weight would change. In a cartoon, he would.
1: In cartoon, he would hold his position in the air for a bit. (laughs) Wily Coyote.
0: Oh, oh.
1: (laughs) But yeah, Luca like lunges out of the window, like no question. Who cannot? I suppose as a vampire. As a vampire, he's like meh. I'm not gonna die.
0: Superhero landing hit the
1: ground a bit splat. Um, but yeah, he jumps. He 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 leaps out of the window, but obviously doesn't isn't aware that (laughs) floor there is a floor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which so it, he lands horizontally on this weird barrier, veil,
0: the veil. Like, I, I would just be so nervous because, like, I wouldn't do it. Nope. I mean, how do you know? Walk across. I, I can't walk across, t- ca- across things. You know when they go like, go. Oh,
1: it's a, it's a see-through floor. Um, you use glass, and I might like, nope.
0: We have that. Nope. Our aquarium, no where you can walk over top of like a bunch of alligators.
1: Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm I'm absolutely fine with alligators. <laughs> it's, it's the floor you don't it's, like. It's it's the inability to control my environment. And if I'm standing on glass, and and there's a, there are videos where um they've made a bridge out of glass, and um it's actually a TV screen, and they project. Like a crack. Yeah, I've seen that. And then two people freaking out. That's that's all I hit. That's all I see when I think of walking on glass. Yeah. I mean... Because in reality, how many
0: pieces of glass have you walked on and it survived? All of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever fallen to my death through glass. <laughs> well,
1: the fact that you're still alive definitely... Um, yeah, yeah. Confirms that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm. Um, I'm absolutely terrified of heights. Yeah. And I just no, <laughs> no. Um, and the thing is, everybody else is like, "Whoa, this is amazing! I wouldn't have even left."
0: <laughs> you enjoy that um, over there.
1: You know, you know those like that feeling of like walking up to a window and looking down and go, "Whoa, we're really high up." Like I would still be in the elevator. I'm gonna stay back here and eat the hors d'oeuvres. Or d'oeuvres holding onto the wall <laughs> um there's this like something that i can almost like oh well as this high up i can feel the rotation of the earth and i don't feel comfortable
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm terrified of heights i absolutely hate it
0: now and yet being in
1: a plane absolutely fine
0: <laughs> well because you feel like you're on stable ground you're just yeah in the air on the ground and I'm the
1: and, and if anything, I'm putting trust in somebody who knows how to fly a plane. I walk into doors and sideboards regularly. Why would being 50 stories up be any different?
0: I clearly can't control my feet.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust myself.
0: Now, we have another vocabulary word today. You wanted me to say hors d'oeuvres. Uh-huh. Here's here's our next vocabulary word. Bollocks. Uh, you bollocks. Got, your voice got. so... I like showed, a pronunciation. You got D. pronunciation guide. How many people? Bollocks. Bollocks. How many people actually? Bollocks. Say, bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> How many people actually say bollocks over there? Is it a common um, expression? It, it is. However, the the
1: meaning behind it is usually like a um sh- like a shut up yeah um so like oh i did this the other day bollocks like a like, load of like right bullshit yeah um yeah we just say and bullshit. then and then we also say it when we've done something really stupid um like oh shit it's like oh bollocks i can't believe i did that but it's normally a case of i was an idiot i was i did an absolute tit thing yeah um and bollocks um, but yeah, the the more common use of it is bullshit.
0: Like, oh, shut up! You didn't. Oh bollocks! You will never ever hear an American. It, it'll just be it'll just be shit or ah shit.
1: Aw, we shit. like using different different words. Um, so we, we we like using as many words as we possibly can just to confuse foreigners. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we, we just like saying different colloquialisms of the word balls. Sometimes we might just throw in a testicles for no reason. Ah, testicles. Yeah, but like we are we, we, our, our, in, our insults are definitely ramped up in, in terms of well, flat, like flowery language.
0: <laughs> here's the thing those can only be negative, but like if you say, oh shit, you could be like, oh shit. Or oh shit. Yeah. Or oh shit. Like it means mm-hmm. something different. If it's if it's the, you put the emphasis oh, on a different letter. Yeah. Oh shit. That's like you forgot something. Oh shit. Like this this is some good shit. <laughs> 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 I hope nobody's listening with their kids in the room. Like I I hope you are listening to us with headphones. Um it's like, so, advisory. <laughs> advisory. So um something that made me laugh was when Grace was talking about the huds seeing the hudson in the distance and I'm just imagining hudson like way out like hello <laughs> Grace <laughs> Did you disappear? No. Oh, okay.
1: I, my here. joke was I'll just very here. unfunny. I did. I, I don't remember it, and um, my brain was trying to work out whether you meant Hudson the river, and then I was doing a geography lesson, and myself I was like, "It's the Hudson River in New York."
0: Like, I, I, I think it is. yeah, is yeah. It? <laughs> But Gra- Grace yeah, was talking- that was that
1: was the reason why your joke was not funny. Yeah. It was a uh, do I need background knowledge for this
0: yeah. No, Now Grace was talking about the Hudson in the distance, and I'm just imagining a Hudson like floating over the city way, like way far back. Like hello, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So something that I, I really liked the whole golden drakes introduction of them yeah like they came it it felt very much like um oh like harry potter will place you know a special character into the mix that everybody is inspired by and they play a significant role before they die or disappear um Mm -hmm. but they play a significant role in the story for the time that they're around and the golden drakes with eden being very excited by them i thought for sure that we would get some type of something something more with them i feel like there's a lot of opportunity there
1: maybe it's uh tracy's way of doing a spin-off
0: it would be cool it would be cool i would love to hear eden you know or, or I mean, even it was it was in it was in the guide to cat me wasn't it that, that was her
1: dream was to become yeah one of the golden drakes the, the I, thing is, like, the characters themselves, so like Macy, Grace, and everybody, everything that they've done, they've done alone. At no point if they called any of the authorities. I mean, maybe they could have put a, th- a call through to the Golden Drakes and had him sort of. We sorted.
0: need someone fast.
1: Yeah. But they didn't. Maybe the Golden Drakes are. Um, is there an equivalent? You know, just like. um, Like the Seven in the boys oh yeah yeah where like they're like really good at what they do but only like publicly that actually they're falling to pieces themselves anyway um and uh, they actually maybe are really really bad at their jobs they just keep getting good media attention
0: (laughs) yeah well maybe 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 they're pieces of shit we just don't ah shit (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that's gonna be the name of the episode oh shit we might get blocked on spotify um (laughs) so here's my question this this festival circuit they're talking about how they're going to all these vendors and they're walking around how do you know that you've hit the end of the festival circuit but then i felt like a hypocrite because the channel my book the channel is a location that exists outside of time and space it is a resource management for all uh dimensions or no not all dimensions 23 dimensions uh, of all of the dimensions but it is a cube and there are roads and pathways almost like a big rubik's cube within it but like my characters have never gone to an edge there are edge stations that work like revolving doors that kind of flip them to the other side. But I've never acknowledged the question of what happens if you walk off of the edge. Do you fall off? Do you fall off of the festival circuit? And then I thought about it. It feels
1: like, you know, when you're like, you missed the last step, you know, when you think yeah. that there's another step. And then you just go.
0: Wee. <laughs> well, and that's how the edge stations were in the channel where you go to the other side, and there's these little that um, you almost like go down the stairwell like a subway station entry, except it's pitch black. And then as you're walking, the step you're you're just suddenly going down the steps, but then the steps suddenly change to up the steps, but you don't quite know how or when it happens. Your brain is just like it's
1: like an oh. M like C Escher painting.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're you're just. It, it just happens. It's not like you hit any type of bottom. You're just suddenly going back up. So maybe, but at the same time, that still doesn't answer the they question of- it
1: put signs up.
0: Signs. Do, yeah. do not- It's walk.
1: like, only those who can fly past this point. You know, like you know, like you go at, oh, I don't know, I don't know, because you don't have very many little tiny villages. But we have like weight restrictions and height restrictions when a certain road is, there's only one way through a town and it, ha- it has a low bridge. <laughs> it's like only vehicles below this height past this point. Maybe, maybe they're like only, only people who are actually able to uh, stop themselves from falling past <laughs> this point otherwise you're going to get those things like the lorries like cutting off the top of their trailer. Oh god, yeah, we see because that. Because they've all driven the time. through a bridge. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love watching you videos. You moron. <laughs> <laughs> um so Grace and did everybody go watch? No, Flint was back with his parents. Flint and Luca stayed with Nuri and Aiden. Um, but everybody mm-hmm. else went walking around, and they were talking about everything that was for sale. And Grace mentioned claw tremors and fire enhancement pills, and I, I just laughed. Fire, fire enhancement. Do old dragons yeah. like? Is in- like
1: do you reckon they have like that like inability to perform? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I imagine like the. Do you guys have the commercials like the for? like viagra and stuff where it's like they always pick like an old like silver fox and he's doing something manly like driving in a sports car with his woman or fishing and he's like i used to suffer from erectile dysfunction but with the help of viagra i can perform faster and longer do
1: <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think i've ever seen a uk viagra advert
0: have you ever seen, like, any – you haven't seen any, yeah, like – Yeah, I've
1: seen the American ones. Like, oh. you've definitely seen the Americans because um, we watch uh, NFL. Oh, that would and... be the prime
0: place. That's good ad placement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, we see a lot of medication adverts, and they're always hilarious to us because the, the amount of symptoms and side effects <laughs> that you list at
0: the end of the ad. <laughs> really fast. Like, side effects yeah, may yeah, include <laughs> – death <laughs> <laughs> a lot of and, times uh, the side effects yeah. do include death
1: yeah for, um, for the UK adverts we don't have to do that but for Americans Scott has explained that you can either say your own pill name like your brand name and then you have to then list all of the side effects and symptoms or you can neglect to say your brand name and instead say the type of medication that it is um, and then you can avoid it. So essentially it's like brand placement. Like, are you, you you can either tell people your brand name and get brand recognition, but you have to say all the bad things that come with it. <laughs> yeah. It, medication adverts always make us laugh. But yeah, we, we, we don't get Viagra blue pill
0: adverts. It, it's I mean, very, we're lucky to see a condom advert these days. It's very much... I haven't seen a condom out in a long time. It's very much uh it's very much during shows that like older gentlemen will be watching. You know, it's not <laughs> not typically things that I watch, but especially early in the morning on
1: Columbo. like d-
0: daytime television and late at night like for, you know, football and things, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So w- during their little um during their little walk. Excursion. Yeah. Hudson buys NWA straight out of Compton and Paul <laughs> Simon. I'm like, Hudson. Yep, my boy. Sweetheart. Maybe he just likes all
1: music and he's like, oh, I don't have this one and I don't have this one. Is, is Paul Simon specifically from New York? Is that why
0: those two are significant? No. I don't uh, even know who Paul Simon is. It's the Think about. NWA straight out of Compton and Paul Simon mm-hmm. is the opposite of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did think that, I think I did think that just
1: through just nuance, but I have no idea who he is. They sound
0: they sound like the opposite things. Uh, okay.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um and then the only thing that Grace gets is she begs everybody to go do like a little caricature and the artist does um grace like holding a tambourine and like wooing over hudson they're like all in a band and i think hudson was hudson was singing i believe i can't remember like what everybody was doing are you okay For everybody that knows
1: yeah uh, no just hudson singing and Grace oh playing yeah, a tambourine.
0: yeah 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 oh Maybe that's maybe that's the, the hint I was looking for because Grace reacted very, very weird to this. Like she wanted this picture and she begged everybody to do it. They didn't really want to do it, but then they, they went ahead and, and sat and did the picture with her. But then Grace just like rolled it up and stuck it in her book bag and then never talked about it ever again.
1: And Hudson didn't say anything either.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Oh... Is that an Easter egg? Maybe. Did we just discover an Easter egg? Well, we won't say any more. But that it's might- worth thinking about.
1: It's worth thinking about um, because those two things have nothing to do with the rest of
0: the storyline. No. Nah, yeah. And I, I just thought that it was weird that Grace like rolled it up. She like she she was like. She acted kind of upset by it, like a caricature. They're supposed to make you look silly, but she acted almost like she was embarrassed to have wanted it. I mean, to be honest, I would be that with the caricatures like I want it, but don't
1: don't judge me for wanting it. Right. <laughs> it's it's just very weird. Um, well, maybe,
0: maybe he just accentuated the wrong feature. Yeah, maybe she, they gave her a big mouth, <laughs> like she's,
1: <laughs> and now she's really self
0: conscious. Right. Do I talk? <laughs> she's to like, I want, her want sh- it. I want it. I want it. Oh, I'm hideous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is also one of the very first interactions that we get with Hudson and Macy being super cute together. Um, mm-hmm. Hudson takes Macy out and dances with her because Macy's still kind of recovering from Xavier's death. And um, how would you how would you react? OK, you've got your like boyfriend that you just had a magical night with. And would would you be totally fine with him taking your cousin and dancing? Is that is that something that would I think that I would be be, be OK with it
1: because Hudson has never shown Macy any interest like romantically. So right. I wouldn't have that like jealousy thing. Um, and Macy's never said anything about Hudson in the way of, like, she wants him. Right. Um, but it would be a bit awkward if it was, let's say, uh, I can't think of anybody. I can't think of anybody that it would have, would have been, that would have caused an issue. Yeah. Because already... As a group, they've already worked out that the, dyna- the, the dynamic of the group is that Hudson and Grace are forever. <laughs> other than other than Grace. Mm. However, I think even if like Jackson was there and asked Grace to dance, Hudson would probably have an issue, but he wouldn't say anything.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. That's like I think everybody trusts each other. Like no one's like, oh my god, so and so is gonna cheat on me. It's it's
0: very much like a, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's why I brought it up because, um, you know, with How Macy needed it, right? She needed that. Macy needed it, and and Grace and Flint danced, but Flint's gay, so I wouldn't think that Hudson would even consider Flint, you know, a, a threat. But my thought was like, okay. As an adult, I can look at this and say, this is so cute. And most people, even even the younger audiences reading it will also think that it's cute. But how many people, if it were them, like especially like the younger audience that's still very um, – I think that jealousy is something that you kind of lose with experience and, and time having a partner. How many people mm-hmm. would get upset? I wonder like based-
1: – Like f- – Jackson probably would
0: if yeah. it
1: was like I, I think that people who have very fragile um, what's the word self, self-assurance self like they yeah. believe that that they, they don't have what it takes to be the obvious choice even after they dabble with like dancing with other people and things like that. Like I know that my husband probably he might have a single thought but he will dismiss it because he's like no Amber loves me therefore like I've got no issue. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely been with other partners before where just everything is so fragile egotistically mm-hmm. that they think that no matter what I do, whether it is platonic, innocent, or like it literally could be the most unromantic thing. Like I could be doing the complete opposite of what would be considered sexual. <laughs> like he's taking me to get my back waxed. I don't know. And um <laughs> like they would they would feel threatened by it yeah yeah and you're like wow like i literally could not have chosen the worst activity to feel more aroused
0: like (laughs) nothing's happening after that (laughs) yeah and i was thinking about how even jackson jackson has to know and has to have known that flint has been gay Mm -hmm. for a while right like and and even Jackson, kind of, has acted like shitty with Flynn, threatened, like yep. yeah, like threatened. Yeah. So I think that I think that that's a big difference in between. Once again, Hudson and Grace's relationship.
1: It's not something that you can change about yourself, though. It's it's, it's something that you have to grow into, um, that like self assurance that you are the winner. Yeah. Of that person's emotions and that person's feelings and it doesn't matter what they do with the other people they'll always gravitate back to you however if you suffocate them with your inability to trust them then they're going to be more likely to seek out other people not necessarily sexually but seek out other people for that that interaction
0: yeah yeah like, oh my um, god, my partner doesn't he, trust me. Like I just need to t- I need some relief, like to talk to somebody. Yeah.
1: And it doesn't even matter whether it's male or female friends or, or anything, because like your husband or your partner cannot be your only friend in the universe because there are going to be things that you might not feel comfortable talking to your husband about first. Um, and that's not necessarily a trust thing. That's a I don't know how to word this to my husband. Can you help me? Yeah, I need a second opinion. Like, Yeah,
0: or my husband wouldn't understand this because my husband has not been through this. Or I'm being... Am I, I know that we've had this conversation before where it's like, am I just being a bitch? Like, here's this <laughs> interaction that went down. And I might just be being a bitch. Am I just be be, or being a bitch right now to my husband? Yeah. It's like, you, you kind of, sometimes you need that outside perspective. Because if you go to your husband and you say, am I being a bitch? He's like, Do you want the honest answer? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like
1: you, you need other people. You cannot live your entire life with just one person. And even if you think that it's healthy, it is not. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, your friends don't have to be your bestest friends ever. Your partner can definitely be your best friend where you're like, oh, there is no secrets between us. There's no surprises. We know everything about each other. But the moment that you start to feel suffocated... It's usually because you have close knit yourself, so intertwined together that you are unable to create any other friendships because you realize you're starting a relationship completely from scratch, and you need to ha- you need to have those social interactions. We are not a solitary creature. No, we're pack we, animals. We're supposed to live in fa- yeah, we're supposed to live in family groups, and um, those family groups can be very interwoven. And in the moment that you start distrusting the people that are in your close circle, that's that's when problems start happening, and it's usually unfounded. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was deep. Deep. <laughs> that was deep. So Deep. deep. Now here's a conversation. That bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> and, uh, bo- bollocks. Bollocks. Say it with a with a southern twang. Bollocks. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> um so I I I never I never did the Cupid shuffle. Uh weird. that was a weird transition. Macy and <laughs> Macy and Hudson start doing the Cupid shuffle and then Grace gets up and everybody gets up and they're trying to all do it and they're all really bad at it and Hudson is apparently moving all around the wrong way and I my school did all these little dances and I did. I only did the cha-cha slide because the directions were right in the song. But they did the <laughs> cupid shuffle and the electric slide and the stupid soldier boy dance. Macarena, um, every once in a while, every once oh, in a while, the while macarina, they would. Macarena, it's everywhere. Yeah, every once in a while, and sometimes to be funny, they would play the chicken dance, like just no, just no, as, we had. We had the Macarena, we had um the Cha
1: Cha Slide, we also had um the Last Ketchup Song. What? Yeah, I said, "Hey, aha, hey, hey, oh yeah, yeah." but nobody knows the dance moves to that. That is just a load of random Macarena and Cha Cha Slide kind of mixed <laughs> together, and nobody can even sing it because they are not non—they're nonsense words. Um And then we also had Saturday Night by Wigfield. And did oh, yeah, 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 do, 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 yeah. I know all the dance to that, that's great, love that dance. And then we also had the oops up, side your head dance.
0: I only knew any of the dances that had the dance I've been to many a wedding. <laughs> I only knew how to do the dances that had the directions right in the dance. If you're not telling me what to do in the lyrics, no, i even if it's a repeat one. Yeah. Like Saturday Night and Macarena
1: is the same eight steps nope. over and over and over again. Uh, five, six, seven, eight by Steps. That was another one. They, they say they like have dance. Like every now, every decade, a few songs appear where there is a specific dance. Like um, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, they always try. And they try and get that dance in. And as, and as much as they want to, they will never beat the original five. <laughs> well,
0: they. They always, um I noticed that d- that songs that have an associated dance immediately blow up. And I think it's because DJs cling on to those songs for events.
1: Well, they need to fill up the floor. There's, yeah. there's nothing worse than going to a party and having the DJ playing his absolute belters and no one gets up to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I love, love dancing. I am never going to be the first to dance, though. Yeah, yeah. Ever. And my issue is i don't know how to dance unless i know the dance um and i can, i can get quite drunk and then that's fine and then it doesn't really matter there is there is no ego left to quabble uh but uh, yeah i i love those dances that there is a set moves because i will always find whoever i've been gone to the party with and i will sit next to them and i will do the whole dance with them and um it doesn't even matter because the next song that the DJ plays, because he knows that that one was like, oh, oh, everyone doesn't know dance for. Oh, 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 let's play the next song that has a set moves. And I look at the, the DJ like with absolute pure hatred because I am gasping for air. <laughs> and he's played like five in a row now. And I'm like, oh, I love dancing so much. Um, but the problem is, he then has to transition at that point from a set dance move song to, I don't know, Mambo number
0: 5. You gotta re- and, reset the floor.
1: Yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, i am taking a breather. And I'm like, I want to dance to Mambo number 5, but you've exhausted me. I'm gonna go sit down and get a drink. <laughs> you need to spread them out, mate. <laughs> spread them out. Because you'll get everybody to run to the dance floor and they go, I'll stay for another song. Even if it's not my song, I'll stay for another song. But no, he does five in a row, and then everybody's
0: dead for the rest of the night. D- Stupid DJ. DJ lessons from Amber. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, after, and right after they do their their little dance, um, Grace and Hudson, I can't remember, they have some sexy interaction, something about something. Ooh, uh, something Something naughty. Something something? Something something. But then... Hudson just grabs Grace and like fades all the way back to their hotel room. And I'm like, You're not going to tell your friends that you're leaving when you're both like, Mm. when Hudson is wanted. Mm. Like, that depends because I've
1: definitely been in a scenario where everybody knows why I'm leaving. (laughs) But they just like, they
0: just faded away.
1: Oh. Yeah, just like, you just looking at you know like you see the facial expressions on two people and you go mm, they, yeah they're going to fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well maybe if everybody else saw it they didn't find it necessary but Yeah. Uh, they also
1: know the hotel room.
0: Yeah. yeah, like so I w- I, I Yeah. I I am a big fan of uh tell the group when you're leaving especially when one of you is wanted <laughs> for yeah, disintegrating yeah. the bones of the king. <laughs> um, so the the following morning, one of my favorite lines of covet, and it's such a it's such an underrated scene where Grace is finally calling Hudson out for all of his sad mopey book reading, but she was referring to French existentialists, which I only find this funny because my husband talks about having terrible existentialism. <laughs> and he goes through these uh periods of existential dread where he's j- yep. he is just small. It's like, why am I
1: here? Right. He
0: is small in the Insignificant. Insignificant when he looks at the span of the universe. And if he thinks too hard about it, he like gets really depressed. But mm-hmm. and then and then Grace says, Seriously, if nothing matters, why do they have to spend so much time whining about it? <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> exactly. If nothing matters if, if go it, do whatever you want. Yeah, do what you want, and don't sit and think about it. Because in in the in the span of things, nothing really matters. It's like Rick and Morty. If where, you're that small and tiny, it doesn't matter what your actions
1: are. You could do whatever you want, and no one would notice.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Rick and Morty, where Morty's like nothing matters. Go watch. Let's go watch TV. No, yep. nobody exists on purpose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And everybody has a clone somewhere in another alternative planet, so yeah, don't
0: worry. If you die, we'll just replace you with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, we'll find someone else. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Jackson, the reason that he wasn't at the Dragon Court was because he was in London with Mackay and... London. London. London look. He's in London. Bollocks. He's at... Bollocks. He's in London. <laughs> It's
1: like if he missed his flight, that would be what
0: he said: bollocks.
1: <laughs> You've got to really enunciate the b- <laughs> b- bollocks, <laughs> Potter. <laughs> bollocks. Uh, um, but he, he I, like, I like saying it like a trap. Oh,
0: bollocks! Bollocks. <laughs> b- <laughs> but further, further trouble. Further trouble going to the le- to the vampire court. Uh, Jackson only gets, like, a note from his mom where she told him to appear weak when you are strong. And I was just sitting there like, help will always be given at Katmere to those who look weak. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Like, if, like, it was a proper
1: cryptic message. And yet, like, everybody seems to, like, spend ages, like, trying to work out. I like, wonder well, she's what it means. It's just quite clearly talking about herself. Yeah. But Jackson, or, this whole... like, le- she's, she's also saying A- appear strong when you are weak, and she's talking about Cyrus. Yeah. But no, she's like, appear weak when you are strong. That's talking about how... Like, if you look at the most um, unsuspecting person, they're probably scheming.
0: Yeah, they're working it all out in their heads. Mm-hmm.
1: But... I I just like the fact that the mother of the two boys isn't even ecstatic that her son is not dead. Oh, I know. I know. Even She's given absolutely no shits. The the thing that she, like, maimed her only son that she thought she had left, like, she maimed him because he had killed his brother.
0: And yet, the prodigal son returns. I noticed that... um, And she doesn't give a shit. I noticed that... We finished uh, charm or not charm, not charm uh, crush me and mm-hmm. me and my daughter did and um, I noticed that when Hudson returned and was in the the dome during the Luderish trial when uh, Cyrus bit Grace and Hudson you know was the first to get to Grace H- uh, Cyrus is just like, what are you doing back?" And, like, Delilah was there. She didn't say shit. Like, nobody... Yeah. Uh, Cyrus was just Like, pissed. if that was my child, I'd be running across the field. Right, right. Well, she... Like... She, she doesn't seem to have any love in her soul. No. No, she doesn't. And through this entire, like, interaction, Jackson is just acting like an absolute toddler. I mean... <laughs> I thought that this is where he started the fight with Hudson. I thought that that happened during this, like, right when they got back from the Dragon Court, but I guess not. Unless it's about to happen. I was positive that they got back. Well, no,
1: I think, I think because he doesn't, he doesn't find out that that's where he, like, he, I think he goes to the blood letter at some other point.
0: I can't remember.
1: But either way, it needs to be, like, a happy moment between Grace and Hudson before he goes and ruins things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know <laughs> that they have a really happy moment. And then he... But he's still... he's He gets worse and worse and worse, which... Yeah. And I, I think it's when, when Grace does the Pokemon, I ch- 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 choose you. Yeah. And then, and then Jackson's like, low psych, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's... Move into spoilers. And this is for those who have made it through uh the rest of rest of this book. Yeah, you know what? This is just you know what, this isn't even there's, there's no
1: court spoilers yet.
0: Yeah, this is just one covet spoiler, and then we'll we'll let you know before we get into the charm spoilers. I've only got one. Um, so I feel like this is the point because Jackson progressively gets more and more toddlery, but this is really the scene where I think that he does start to succumb to that soullessness that he Yeah, he falls he falls into like this despair of like nothing Yeah matters. Like and I think it's the moment that he realizes like what has actually happened because then he knows like it's almost like an excuse to not try anymore. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hopeless. Or be nice. Yeah. He is he is not nice.
1: And and the way that he um Outs himself as being soulless as well is not nice. No, no. Like he didn't even really do it in a pathetic, pitiful way. He did it in an absolute. I'm going to just wreak havoc and make everybody feel guilty. But it, like he's the one that is suffering, and he's trying to drag everybody down with him instead of just going like, "I need to talk to you." Um, and he could have just said like, "When when our bond broke." You already had a tether to Hudson, but my bond is now withering, and I, I, have, I have no soul. And he could have been like explaining how he's been, like, imagine if like you had, you've you'd worked out that you were addicted to a substance or something, and instead of sitting your family down and explaining why you had become so dependent on something or why you had started stealing from them or why you had stopped like attending your classes or like anything like you could see like the the de-escalation of somebody when when they when they're on a substance you can see the downfall of them um happening and you might not know why but that person coming to you and saying look i have a problem i've worked it out like I, i know i have a problem with this this thing and i need help the in, the instant reaction of those those people is to help. It's it's not to go, wow, fucking told you so. I knew you were, I knew you were a problem. I knew you were difficult. Right. Um But instead of doing that, instead of sitting them down, he's like throwing fists at them and blaming everybody else for the
0: problem that he created. That has never been more relevant in my life than right now, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> like I understand
1: that the thing that you were going through is difficult and i may have played a part in it however you were the one that led yourself so far down that road that now you need help pulling back up
0: yeah you've fallen into the pit of despair and not allowed anyone to mm-hmm. help when you actually had a chance mm-hmm. yeah
1: and i will still help you regardless of how far you've gone down this path however when you react with anger it does not make me want to continue helping you yeah um, and I think that's why Grace had that such knee-jerk reaction of, well, clearly I need to get this bond back with right. Jackson. And it Because it was not, a, I love him still and I want to help him. It was a, there is no other way of fixing this. I will sacrifice so what far, I want. Yeah, exactly. I will sacrifice what I want. And and, I, and that's really selfish on Jackson's part. Yeah. Um, because he could have set them down and said, like, I'm not after anything except accepting like like you please just accept me that like i have got this 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 dark hole inside me and i don't know what to do about it because if it had been sat in a conversation structured thing they probably would have been able to kind of have that discussion with each other that actually all it needed was going to the blood letter but they didn't no it was it was all a reaction. Based on how angry and upset he was. So therefore they felt like the immediacy of the issue rather than going, like let's sit and think about this. Like you've been without a soul for however many months now. Is it getting worse? Do you feel worse? Like he, they would be able to have a conversation about it, but he just he's such a child about it. That they feel like, okay, well, the grown-ups are going to have to do something about this. Instead of you also putting in the effort to get your soul back. Yeah. It's like you are not responsible for yourself because you are not fit to think this through. Because clearly you are a, a problem on yourself.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, and I just thought about it. It's after, it has to be after the crone because the crone won't let him in. And we don't know why. Yes. Because she said something about, like, not wanting, like, his kind in there, someone like him. Yeah. Okay. So, charm spoilers. If you haven't read charm, run away, leave, turn it mm-hmm, off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get out of here, scram. Mm-hmm. We we don't want you here anymore. Um, <laughs> we don't want to spoil anything. Only
1: because we don't want to ruin anything.
0: Yeah. So, Amber... Um, it's you these are all yours so yes the other there are three Mm -hmm. um and i have some questions
1: okay such as does sui's daughter ever get saved because that's the only reason that he goes back in time is to save his daughter and if so if she was important we would have met her during cover hmm so is she someone important who is she now because there's there's nothing but repercussions when you start playing with time and going back in time to save people and blah 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 so what happened what f- what was the fallout
0: we probably from won't find we won't find out until cherish unless it's somebody mm-hmm. that we've already met
1: um yeah and and the other thing was that like hudson at no point was like well regardless of whether you remember what happened there's this evil dude that's now just walking around happily wreaking havoc with time called Swee. yeah <laughs> let's go find him yeah. P.S. there are time wizards yeah <laughs> time dragons because when um, Jicon and the Bloodletter start talking about time like Hudson doesn't exactly look surprised
0: no no, and
1: like I feel like that was a massive like gap in in the conversation that he could have had, where he realized that like oh Grace could probably
0: control time too. It should have been like oh not another one. I highly recommend that everybody go back to Charm and read the bonus chapter when Grace and Hudson, um, when Grace first turns back and you know doesn't think that any time has passed and hudson is trying to communicate with her i I didn't think that tracy had planned you know as well as she had i thought that she was kind of just going as she went but there were there were quite a few things like quite a few callbacks to charm mm-hmm. um i read that last night with my daughter and i was like
1: oh damn yeah oh shit
0: <laughs> yeah oh shit yeah there were a couple in there um okay Okay.
1: um and then the second one was did we ever actually see cleo's face like did 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 we meet the queen properly because i don't think we did no i and if we're talking about foreshadowing people hide their faces for the say the certain reason of oh oh, she's really important
0: do you think that she's the daughter
1: I think there's there's some there's someone she is someone like how um, <laughs> she is someone like, you're right <laughs> like I don't know like for example finding out that Isadora was the crone's daughter that they were like using the little like a, like features facial features to kind of give you hints towards the fact and then, then when you worked out you're like oh yeah like I feel like there Tracy is hiding the queen's face so that when we do meet her. We are ready to go, okay, okay, okay. Based on facial features alone, who is she related to? <laughs> yeah. Because the way that Sui talks about her is that she is not from
0: the realm. Now, now, wait a minute. One of the bonus chapters was about the queen when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember which of the bonus chapters it was. One of the charm bonus chapters. It kind of gave her backstory. she's not from the shadow realm she is the queen of the shadow realm yeah not from there I'll, i'll be perfectly honest i had trouble retaining that particular chapter because it was like new characters and names and it'll make more sense when i go back and read it after cherish probably yeah um okay what was your last sorry? One? I
1: think I think I think a car accident just happened outside my house. Oh no. It was a really slow, like ten mile an hour one. Oh, not like a but I think everybody's just abandoned him and driven past him. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think something happened because there's people that are like they're clearly not wearing anything high-vis or anything that will show who they are in the dark and they're just walking around a car. And you can just see like shiny parts of their body. Do you They're need just like, oh, there
0: is humans. Do you need to help? Do you need to Nah? Oh nah. Nah.
1: Nah. Mr. Amber Marie will drive past in a minute, I'm sure. If he if he sees that he can help, you he will, because he's a good little Samaritan like that. And <laughs> I'm very much like a ugh. People. Yeah. Um, so my final one was that do shadow creatures, specifically smoky, dislike gargoyles in particular as Smokey didn't want like she didn't seem to have a reaction to everybody else in the same way it was like very much a strong negative reaction towards Grace um but then we didn't have any other interactions with the shadow creatures either so Smokey was kind of our only one to go off so I was like is this like a giant leap in the way of that or is it just a preference thing um are uh, like are gargoyles and demigoddesses more capable of
0: hurting shadows? What does Smokey know? Huh. That's a good theory. So it's it's either that or what was Because m- it was an
1: instant dislike. It like um like animals don't really have an instant dislike to anything unless it can cause them harm, or they have previous experience of people who look like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um it's either that or just Jealousy for Hudson since Smokey immediately bonded with him, but she seemed to dislike Grace before she from that from the get go. Yeah, I don't know that my. I mean, I'm hoping. I'm so hoping that we get lots of Smokey in Cherish. <laughs> I hope that. I hope that it's not like on the very last page. It's like, oh, and by the way, we saved Smokey. I'm like, no, <laughs> we need. Yeah. We need lots of Smokey.
1: I think the look the, the more that you have a pet though, like you know when you're watching those like apocalypse movies and there's a pet in it from the get like the beginning and I'm like that that dog's gonna die. I am legend. It's gonna be horrible and it's I hate it. The silence that was one of the ones with the German shepherd in the car it was awful. Hate hated it. Um, like it's just you have that just horrible feeling the moment that a pet is introduced. You're like, well, you are now a liability. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I'm hoping that Smokey gets introduced again back into the story. However, that she doesn't cause problems with the fact that she is vulnerable. Yeah. I'm hoping that she comes back and she's like, oh,
0: you want to fight the shadows? Here's how we don't like gargoyles. This is why. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe Smokey will turn into a big, giant, like... Is it like a Pokemon? She like evolutions? Yeah, like she just turns into a big, giant, like terrifying shadow creature and then she can... Saber tooth, shadow tooth cat. Yes. And then she bounces back into an adorable little blub. All I have is
1: like the emperor's new groove. Like cat is that my voice? (laughs) That's all I have in my head is like a really cute cat but she's actually evil because she hates Grace that much. (laughs) 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 Is that my voice?
0: (laughs) I know everybody's like, what do you think Smokey looks like? And I I'm, i hate I hate reading it. She's like i am drawing it. Every yeah, everybody's like, a stingray, and I'm like, what? A what? <laughs> jellyfish. Jellyfish. What? I don't know. I think that everybody's gonna have a different a different idea, but Smokey. She definitely
1: seemed, wasn't corporeal. She wasn't like corporeal to me, you know, when like you can actually see like a physical outline of a cat. Like I think that she would like had the the features of a cat but it was very blob. blurred and blobby yeah
0: <gasps> i turned it off <gasps> that's okay we're we're pretty much done you can you can sound the alarms sound the alarms <laughs> i don't i don't know I, I don't
1: know what that was even from I'm, that uh, was old people calling me asking whether they could
0: order something can on I? my website through me can i order something um <laughs> guys Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Again, we apologize if this episode seemed a a little scattered. We read these chapters a while ago, and then I had family emergencies, and I had a death in the family, and it was a mess. But we... we... And now it's Christmas and and Black Friday. Oh, I know. And Amber and I are both business owners, so we're, like, having to do all the stuff that comes with holiday time. Live off of coffee. Yes. So much coffee.
1: I have, like, if you, like took my blood right now it would be thick with caffeine <laughs> Th- thick. <laughs> thick
0: thick <laughs> thick with two c's of caffeine <laughs> all right guys um thanks so much for listening next week's episode should be pretty much back to uh normal but uh, i guess we will talk to you guys next week
1: bye